Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkie Saturday Night WrestleMania Access to Sumo. I don't know what in the world you got going on over there right now. Uh, dropping stuff. You all right, man? Actually, maybe it's February. It's yes, February. it is. Yes, oh, it my. is. Oh, my. Ladies and gentlemen, it is February the 5th. So you know what that means for me. That means my liquor and cigar fast is over. And I'm about to share with y'all my very first cigar of 2022. Mm. And I've had this bad boy sitting in my humidor for over a year. Ooh. And this one is special. And what it's uh, So if you'll excuse me while I kiss the sky for a minute. Well, take a puff and tell us what it's supposed to taste like. For the benefit of those that uh, aren't, you know, lifetime drinkers and smokers. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing better than puffing on a great cigar on a clean palate. It's, it's, it's just euphoric. Now, this is the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua, oh my. which was one of the top five cigars, if not the top cigar, for 2020. Okay? Okay. Mild to medium in strength. Very flavorful. I can't, I'm not going to go into any kind of flavor notes or nothing because I don't really do that, but it is a very flavorful cigar. I mean, flavorful as far as natural tobacco taste. You know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to get any coconut flavors or cherry afternotes or woody flavors or nothing like that. I'm not going into that type of thing because that's not me. But yeah. it, it, this is this is an excellent, excellent cigar. If you're able to find any, you need to try to do that. No, it's hard to see the label. Uh, What's the brand? What's the brand? Not to begin it's basically. called Aging Room. The okay. brand is Aging Room. All right. So, so that's one half of the deal. And notice we're giving you a little extra push tonight. Um, so that's one half of the deal since you're celebrating. What's the other half? You told us what you're smoking, what you're drinking. Well, tonight I pulled something that I haven't had in a while. Blood Oath. The Blood Oath Pack 6. Is that 100 proof? This is a... Hold on a second. I want to make sure it's going to be a good show. No, it's a it's a it's a ninety proof. Okay, it's a ninety proof. Um, this was this is a blend of five different bourbons that was finished for eighteen months in a cognac barrel. Okay, there were only ten thousand of these made. There were, there were only ten thousand blood oath packs made every year. The pack eight will be coming out in um, May. So uh, you can be on the lookout for that. I'm not sure. I haven't, we haven't been told, they haven't released as to what kind of barrel 
those that will be finished in. But if it's anything like the first seven, mm-hmm. it's great. Well, and that was your that's just new being smoking and drinking segment. Uh, we're also joined uh, via audio, the big guy KG. KG, go ahead and uh, greet the folks as you're out there putting that work in at the moment. Yeah, I'm out here getting it in. Uh, everybody say, what about the homies? Big guy KG don't do shit for the homies. I repeat, shit for the homies. Unless the homie want to get out there and walk this stroll, don't do shit for the homie. So obviously he's already on his 150 proof. So since he's live and in living color, it's only right that we continue with our favorite segment to date. Somebody's got some beef. All right, KG, part two, stemming off of the Royal Rumble. You wanted your platform, you wanted your time, and obviously you're live in a living color. So it's your time to shine, my friend. What you mad about? Well, word on the street is Shane McMahon has been let go from WWE because of heat backstage. He said heat was due to him being the head writer, producer of the Royal Rumble itself and a lot of superstars came to him and expressed grievances and things like that because he wanted to give himself a bigger theme in the Royal Rumble. Here's my thing. I don't give a damn if Shane McMahon booked himself to win the Royal Rumble. You allow it to happen. He tried. Go ahead. (laughs) He should have. I would have preferred him to win it than Brock Lesnar. I don't know. I don't care if it's Vince, if it's Stephanie, if it's Linda, if it's Triple H. I don't give two drops of monkey piss. Who the hell's decision it was? Dick Khan, uh, Amir Khan, Shao Khan. I don't give a damn. You don't let Khan. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) You don't let one shame. McMahon, born in Gaithersburg, Maryland, go over creative differences over a company that he helped build. He helped foster in that attitude era which made WWE win the Monday Night Wars. Don't you ever in your natural born life think that you can let Shane O'Mac go. Whether he wanted to win the Royal Rumble, wanted a bigger role, I don't care. It would have made the Royal Rumble a lot bigger and less predictable than what it was. So if you have a problem with Shane O'Mac, and I've already said, I'm walking away from WWE. You just gave me more ammunition to go. My bags are already packed. Now I got my plane ticket. I'm headed out the door. I can't do it no more. I can't. You took Triple H off of NXT, which was buddy, which was great. You ended everything that he was trying to do. Now you letting Shane O'Mac go? I'm done, man. I'm done. This is a sinking ship, and I'm ready to get off. I'm ready to get off. I I can't deal well, with it anymore. Okay, well let's 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 try let's try to get some clarity on this. Okay, yeah, first of all, I, I, uh-huh. did did they well, let me ask this question because you might answer the question. 
did they let Shane go completely from WWE or did they let Shane go as far as his role in Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania? Because I can't, I mean, the man's got more, got like maybe the second the most amount of stakes, stake in the, uh, in the, in the, um, in the company. So they can't let him completely go, I don't think. So, so I mean, so are they just letting him go of responsibility or they letting him go altogether? Well, you got to remember, you're dealing with two things. And uh, Perry uh, hit the, the nail on the head uh, with his uh, comment that I'm posting and showing now that he's gone as a talent. Uh, when you talk about. Oh, and by the way, happy belated birthday, Perry. Yeah, happy belated, my friend. So. Happy belated birthday, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We talk about anybody in a McMahon situation is twofold. They are on air talent under a separate contract, and then they are majority shareholders. So Shane has gone nowhere in reference to the business side of it. He is one of what four, I guess if you count Triple H, you know, five majority shareholders. And I'm quite sure they're funneling some of them shares down to those kids. Uh, in reference to gifts and stuff like that, just to make sure that McMahon is always going to be at the head of the board. But then you also have the talent side of it, which they can fire and rehire and suspend and do whatever they want to do with Shane McMahon, the talent. He's already shown that it doesn't matter because I can leave, come back. But even if you let me go, guess what? As I mentioned last week, I'm going to get residuals from as a talent from the uh, the merchandise sales because he did come out with that new Shane McMahon Royal Rumble jersey, so he's going to get paid from that no matter what. So you know, yeah, you're right, Perry. He's been working for another company just to get you know his uh, his portfolio um, and you know his business dealings and stuff like that. So he doesn't have to be 100% limelight as a talent, but being deeply rooted into the core. Uh, and the meta of the WWE, he's not going anywhere. He's always going to be there. He's still heir to the throne. So part of it, uh, as we talked about uh, between us, maybe he was just trying to see, you know, as a pissing contest to see what he could get away with. Uh, to uh, PWmania.com, uh, they put a little write-up on it. They were saying that it's been heavily, allegedly, because nothing's been confirmed by a particular person, or they didn't name name that he's been pitting ideas and uh, creative behind his back after Adam for years. So this isn't the first time that he allegedly has tried to come and strong arm his way into getting what he wanted. Now, uh, now I agree with that. Nick Khan is not going to be the heir unless they sell that company. There's always going to be a McMahon at the, the height and the head of the table, uh, pun intended for Roman Reigns, uh, on the board of directors. Nick Khan is just still an employee. He can be fired, uh, just like Roger Goodell can be whacked from the NFL. He's not the guy. Uh, there's going to be a McMahon at that table, period, because, you know, big business. Vince is crazy, but he ain't stupid. There's going to be a McMahon based off of who has the most shares, and doesn't matter if it's the Rocks conglomerate group or anybody else. They're not going to buy majority shares um, to overthrow McMahon's. And like I said, I think they're funneling – because that's something I would do, funneling shares down as gifts and stuff like that for Christmas or whatever to the girls on Stephanie's side 
and the boys to Shane's side. So they're securing a the company from that perspective. Even if they don't own it, they can still make decisions. But um, going back to uh, uh, the Shane story, um, he didn't get everything that he wanted, a la potentially winning the Royal Rumble, but he did get one thing that he wanted, and that was the people that was around him when uh, he came out, uh, Otis, Kevin Owens, and a couple other people, you know, in the ring at that point. And the only person that he was looking to get over and didn't mind getting over, let me put it that way, was Brock Lesnar. Uh, the heavy rumor is that the issue that he has was not so much with the finish of the Rumble. He was kind of, it is what it is, but it was the Elimination Chamber portion of it because he wasn't happy with him per Vince's direction, allegedly wanting to be booked or pushed into the Elimination Chamber. That's not where he wanted to go, and that's where things started to have an issue. But then again, we got to think about who's in Vince's ear. Bruce Pritchard, uh, John Laurinaitis. Uh, so if they've got beef with Shane, I mean, family's family, business is business, but, you know, if they're talking about, hey, kid, you know, we don't like what you're thinking, and then they go tell Daddy Vince, kid's going crazy again, then who knows? But this Shane O'Man. Well, is, well, allegedly, allegedly, he was um, Brock wasn't supposed to be the original winner of that of the Rumble. Right. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Riddle. Yeah. But that and Which, I also, I don't agree with that. I mean, no disrespect to Riddle, but Riddle versus Roman or Riddle versus uh, whoever is going to be on Raw. Um, if it's still Bobby Lashley, if it's Brock Lesnar, you know, that's a toss up based off of the Elimination Chamber, I just can't, I'm, I wouldn't be invested in that. Even if you told me the Riddle backstory and told me about how and show video or whatever, him recovering from the frostbite on his feet and all that other stuff, uh, he's not, to me, he's not there yet. RK Bro has shown his range, but I want to see, I wouldn't mind a Riddle heel turn and then, you know, just to give some more depth before we thrust him into the main event. That's just me. I mean, you tell me, Gentlemen, you know, do you, would you book uh, Riddle in the main event of night one or two of Mania? No, sir. I would against Lashley. Really? I would against Lashley because remember, no, nah, I wouldn't make it a squash either because remember, Riddle got some MMA skills too. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, so I, I mean, you so just like you were talking about Brock versus Lashley being the MMA thriller that it was supposed to be, you could still you could have one between uh, Riddle and Lashley as well. So, yeah, I would have been interested in seeing that, not necessarily as a main event. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's I would have been interested in seeing it. That's out of the rumble. Now, you have to be the main well, well, no, well, no. I would have seen. I would have liked to seen that in like elimination chamber. It could have been a main event for elimination chamber, but not necessarily for WrestleMania. Now, yeah, it would have been for he would have gotten the shot at WrestleMania, but uh, I was. I would still say put him in elimination chamber. Put him. Put him, have them have a match for elimination chamber to set up. For the rematch in at a WrestleMania, I would give him the IC title. I'll be more interested in him versus Orton 
for you know the IC. Uh, no disrespect to the U.S., but the Intercontinental Championship would be the better look. Uh, that's what I would want to see to you know to put a button on that chapter to free him up to start building towards uh, a Roman or Bobby Lashley. Because on the yeah, but that's taking, but that'd be taking a long scenic route because he would have to leave Raw to go to SmackDown, wrestle Shinsuke, we got wrestle, Sin, wrestle Shinsuke, but he we still has to go. Well, he still has to go through Shinsuke to get that in a, to get the IC built. Yeah, I'm not saying that has to happen immediately, but I mean that's a, that's the direction that I would book him at. So that way, I would get tired of bro and you know. All the stuff that is comedic riddle as a champion. Because whether because whether he won or not, you know, well, well, actually whether he, he wouldn't, they wouldn't have given given it to him anyway. It, it would, I wouldn't put him in a squash match like KG was saying, but he wouldn't have won the title anyway. So I mean, yeah, but why waste that slot? This is WrestleMania. We're talking Hollywood level uh, uh, video packages, like we saw at the Rumble for Bobby versus Brock, but bigger. Even with that, but again, you're building, you're building, but again, you're building it up. You, I mean, that's the whole thing about the WWE. They make you believe in who they make you believe in who they want to put in that spot. So they build it up to the point where they make it make sense to have, have him in that spot. If they have the time, that's that's the only thing. I don't think they have, time. but you know. Uh, Thankfully, we don't have to worry about that. But I mean, Riddle is good where he at, where he is. I think the feud between Riddle and uh, Orton versus the Alpha Academy is great for Riddle. Randy doesn't need to push in that direction. He's just the straight man and playing a great straight man role. This is giving Otis uh, purpose and really giving somebody who I thought they were going to release Chad Gable opportunity to show another level of himself and he's basically carved his own version of Kurt Angle into a way that is just him and, and I really appreciate it. I, I'm starting to enjoy him I don't really care for all the you know the gimmicks but just give him the mic and let him talk well, thank you that part right there gives me every time <coughs> so that's that okay you still supposed to have beef because it's round two, so we have to know what you're feeling versus or about uh, Lashley and Brock in the Elimination Chamber. Because we know he was mad about the finish. Of the and oh, and uh, I was right, by the way. I'm going to get there. I was, gonna get no, there. I was right. Yeah, I was right, by the way. I, I said that it was going to happen. Sometimes, look, man, I know you old, but sometimes I gave KG his flowers last week. I was going to be nice to give you yours. God, you're on yeah, I was making sure I got mine because yours, yours smell like do 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 do. But let me let me throw this out there before I got to jump. Lashley versus Brock at Elimination Chamber. If it ain't MMA octagon style, it's a waste of fucking space. Well, no, I'm they're, sorry. They're, they're in the chamber. No, 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 no. Don't like no, it. I, no. I, I like that about as much as I like the Washington Commanders. That's how much I like that. <laughs> but we, we really don't like that. Did they show a logo? Yes. Yeah, no, but, nah, but, nah, but they have the new song. They, 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 show, they, they show the new logo, but they, have you heard the new song? 
We are kind There's a video on YouTube where a dude is out in front of the stadium talking about, yeah, this is our new theme song. We are commanders. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's the Randy cast. I'm not even going to get into that, man. I'm not going to get into that at all. KG, was that even an option? Like, I thought the, the, the fans had the opportunity to vote for that. Well, we thought we all had an opportunity to vote, but they had they picked commanders 18 months ago. They secured the copyrights to it 18 months ago. Right. Was that so one of the ones that old dude had? Because they had because he had about five of the ones that y'all were looking at. And he I was trying to, to highball y'all. Right. I want to say it was, but it may not have been. But I know everybody wanted red wolves or red tails. Red tails. They said they didn't want to do Red Wolves because Minnesota Timberwolves wouldn't come up off the copyright and it was going to cost too much money and too much red tape. I don't know what Timberwolves and Red Wolves got to do with each other, but whatever. Well, we would do it. They weren't going to do the Red Tails because that was too black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That had black history behind it, so we would do it. They weren't going to do that. That was all go goes. It is chocolate. I, I would have bought y'all's merchandise if y'all went with Watch the Go Go's. I'd have bought me some Watch the Go Go's. Oh, shit. Man. <laughs> you know, it's already a team called the Go Go. That'd have been a lot of rainbow teams. That'd have been a lot the of rainbow Right, I know. So, I mean, but I don't like it at Elimination Chamber because I was already cheated at Royal Rumble. I don't want to be cheated again. Well, okay. So, we know you're not happy with. Even with Seth Rollins and the Elimination Chamber, like everybody else is supporting staff. Either either Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar is coming out of the EC with the championship. And it all depends right now on Vince McMahon. Uh, well, it's heavily rumored that he is. How about this? How about we put Triple H in it yeah. and make it worthwhile and let Triple H be the champion? Health-wise, he, he can't. It's hard. Uh, he can't do it. Cannot do it. He's done. He just has to. He may go into the Hall of Fame this year and go into the, the Legends wing. That that Okay, let me know. ask you this. Let me ask you this. How many Hall of Famers have come back and won a world championship? Well, Goldberg again, probably. Never mind. It's already that, been done. Okay. It's past yeah. eight. None that have had a heart issue. You get, you get it. You wouldn't I even get know it. if you could take a bump. That's so, true. You know, you know, I wish, he, and I hope he could. I get it, but you know, he's unfortunately not not going to be the guy. But uh, yeah, so it's heavily rumored that Vince is really thinking about this title versus title unification. Really thinking. That doesn't mean that he may not change his mind and let it go the other way. But the end result of the elimination chamber is going to say whether or not Vince McMahon is going to go title versus title. Period. As I've been saying for all this time. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, so yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what's gonna happen. I, I gotta um, I gotta get on this grind. All right, you, you go ahead and make it happen, man. Do your thing. Y'all have a good show. I'll be checking back in. No problem. KG will be uh, definitely nothing else available tomorrow for the Sunday rise. Um. But yeah, yeah that, I, be, I'll uh, be up early to do that because I, I got I got some things to get off my chest. Oh, look, make sure. Hi, bro. 
your beef thing is universal. Make sure you hit it. <laughs> I will. All right. All right, dude. We'll see you. So um, the other side of coin, I guess you can answer this part since KG had to uh, step away and, and earn them coins. Roman versus Goldberg. This is Goldberg's last contractual match. So, of course, it's going to be at the biggest payday of the year, which is not WrestleMania. It's any time to go to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. So, Roman's last potential match ever, or in the WWE, who knows? He may go to AEW do a match. Wouldn't be surprised, but what's your thoughts? Oh, DJ. Just get him out of the way. Get him out of the way. Just go ahead and take this squat, take this quick squash. Squash, squash it, and get it out of get him out of the way. Because I mean, oh, look at look at look at the look at the look at the, look, look at the card for in elimination chamber right now. Look at just take a look at it. And I'm I'm sure we're gonna be going over some of this stuff in a minute, but over the course of the show. But just take a look at this card so far. Universal Championship, mm-hmm. World Championship, Women's Championship, Raw, Women's Championship, SmackDown, should be total squash matches for the most part. Yeah. Nothing's going to nothing's gonna change. It's just going to be something that's going to solidify WrestleMania so they can start these storylines and build up to those matches. Yep. Because WrestleMania so, has been booked for the last three months, right? So, so this is just this is this is just something. This is just something to get this match for between Roman and Goldberg is just something to get him out of the way, you know? Because Ro- Roman should smash and get out, get out of there. There should there should be nothing to good nothing. Coming up, this at all? It should be a non. It should be a non-factor. So you say if Roman goes smash, it'll be like, should I call you a cab? Right. <laughs> you still here? Yeah. <laughs> so, towels over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Don't even give him a towel. Give him a wet nap. Oh no. You know, give him a oh, wet. No. Give him one of them wet. Give him one of them big wet ones and shit. Just give you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Wipe yeah, it off. Get out. <laughs> we don't really mean that stuff um, if there's any ladies watching or maybe James do that stuff you know he don't want no, no comment <laughs> so speaking of uh, I guess that's a uh, that's really interesting segue into uh, this situation of uh, are we are we at the precipice me too was me too. I, I consider that a separate thing. But are we at the precipice with this Brian Kent situation of uh, them bringing up some of the interviews that he's done over 10 years ago? And I'll touch on what that content is in a second. Um, of cancel culture starting to really hit sports entertainment and wrestling. Because we, you know, what a. There was a what the whole, even the Velveteen Dream thing was under the Me Too umbrella, I guess, or Speak Out. So I'm yeah. finding Speak Out and Me Too. Yeah. But this one has nothing to the best of my regulation, and I'm gonna look at it now. Any sexual connotation? Um, it was about the Holocaust, which she, you know, made mention of, which we know as we saw with Whoopi Goldberg. 
and touched that one, uh, Levin, which she believed uh, was privy under the auspices of the Illuminati. Um, uh, Michael Jackson staged his own death. Uh, <laughs> so he kind of went off the rails on uh, some interviews and some of his thoughts 10 years ago. And that has cost him his potentially his spot in AEW. So cancel culture and sports entertainment, I mean, are we there? Or is it just a one-off? Is he just low-hanging fruit that they could just knock him out the way just to prove the Internet's um, power? Well, I mean, you see it's it's been happening a lot lately, like you said. It's been happening in politics. It's been happening in entertainment. I mean, once it's on the Internet, it never leaves. So you got to be careful what you're putting on the internet. I mean, folk, folks are using the internet now to, in job interviews and whatnot. You know, see, pulling up your Facebook and your Instagram to see what you've been doing on there to, you know, see if there's anything that they need to look up or be, be aware of. So, I mean, you got to be careful what you what you put out there. I mean, you see a lot of you see it's happened a lot as far as Tessa Blanchard and. Uh, Charlotte Flair and a whole bunch of a whole bunch of different ones. It's been happening, so I mean, you just gotta. I mean, it's out there for for them to for them to look up. So you just gotta be careful as to what you putting out there. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of. I mean, we're talking ten years ago, and it's. I mean, it's his opinion. If he's a, a what do you call him? A, a conspiracy theorist. You know, that, that's his thought. But he's not harming anybody with his thought, per se. It was an interview, and he just gave his opinion of what he thought. Whoopi gave her opinion. opinion. Huh? Whoopi gave her opinion. That's a whole other story, but Whoopi's also Jewish. No, no, not really. Not really, because, hey, a, compi- a, a conspiracy theorist could say yeah. that Whoopi Goldberg said this on purpose to get publicity because the musical version of The Color Purple is about to come out, and she wants to help promote it. True that. Now, now that's not my view, but some, uh, but we're talking about conspiracy theorists. I can't knock it. That, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You made it, so, you made I mean, yes, it is, her, it is her opinion. That's the way that she thinks. She got backlash for it. On a show she got on opinion. suspended for it. So, I mean, same thing with Brian Kendrick. I mean, but he, he, he doesn't have the stroke. Like you said, he doesn't have the stroke Whoopi has. He doesn't have the popularity that Whoopi has. I mean, yeah, he was, he was a mainstay in the cruiserweight division as far as him helping to build up the, that uh, high-flying style or whatnot with him, especially him in that tag team that he had uh, back in the day, him and um, what was his name? No, it wasn't Sidell. It was um, damn, I just had his name on my on my uh, mind. Uh, what was the name of the team? They didn't have a they didn't have a team name. It was just their names. He was he was going by Spanky, but then there was yeah. a, the other dude. They, they face the Hardys and stuff like that. Come on, Perry. I know you know Perry. Come on. 
I really bring. Let me let me look. Let me look that up. Yeah, that's it's like it's right there at the tip of the the brain, which is annoying. Cause I see his face, and I know he was on um. He was on Impact for a while. It's coming. Hold on. But yeah, going back to going Paul back London. to like, Paul, Paul London. London. Yeah, Paul London. Yeah, but those two, they were they were a sensational tag team and helped out uh, help build up the uh, that newer style of of, of uh, high flyers and light heavyweights, cruiserweights, whatever you want to call it. So I mean, yeah, but uh, he he had lost a lot of luster coming out of WWE, and he was about to. Try to do something with AEW and and, and try, try to build himself up again. So well, I don't know. He lost his lust. They they buried him after he did all that work for Two Hundred Five Live. He put Two Hundred Five Live on his back because remember they had a, a they, TJ Perkins. They just pulled people from um, uh, the Cruiserweight Classic and said, "Okay, we're just going to create a show." But it was nobody to really galvanize and and, and solidify it. Until they said, "All right, we're going to bring Brian Kendrick in," and then he started. I mean, his, his program with TJP was, was phenomenal, and, and you know he started being that guy until you know they started working other people in there, um, and, and it became something. And then it got convoluted. Go ahead and say it. Give him his props. Give him his props. Give go him ahead. his props. Go ahead and say it. I know you don't want to say it, but go ahead and say it. No, you go ahead. I say nothing. I refuse. 205 Live didn't get their props until Enzo Amore got the got the Cruiserweight Championship. Come on now, go ahead and say it. Because I didn't watch I didn't watch 205 Live until Enzo Amore got that belt. I'm telling you, I didn't. And as soon as they got rid of him, I stopped watching. I don't get any flat because you know cancel culture. You know. He, 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 you know, Enzo has his his moments too, which thankfully it's not really bothering him, and and him and uh, Big Cass are able to do what they need to do. But you know, yeah, that was hey, he's a job. certified G and a bona fide stud, and, and you Liv, can't teach that. And Liv Morgan may say something different. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but I'm just how you doing? Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, so, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see. I don't know. I haven't heard if Tony Khan has said, hey, we're done. Because he kind of pivoted immediately to making a big announcement, which uh, you'll be covering next week with That's Just Nubian, uh, the reaction to whoever this Forbidden Door uh, new superstar is that's going to be coming and just debuting on Dynamite to become All Elite. But then Tony Khan today also said that right after that, the door will close, which is the first time he's ever talked about a closing of the forbidden door. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, well, he's getting all this flack about bringing all these people in. What is he going to do with them all? Well, I mean, look at what he did. Look at what he did with Jay Lethal. I got of, of all the people of all the people. To, to 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 not use to misuse of all the people, Jay no Lee. No disrespect to Ricky Starks, because that was a phenomenal match. But Jay Lethal should be the FTW champion. Consider that there was no you know interference 
of that level that Jay Lethal got knocked out by, you know, the FTW championship belt while the ref was unconscious or something like that. That wasn't the thing. But not even that. I ain't even talking about that. I'm not even talking about that. Okay, they didn't get they didn't give Jay Lethal that belt. Fine. I'm good with that. I'm talking Jay about how they've been the using him since he came in. Oh yeah. Did he comes in. Him? He that's what I'm, I'm about to get to it. Right. They bring ahead, him in. They bring him in. Okay. What first thing they do, what do they do? They make him Leo Rush's replacement with Dante Martin. Mm-hmm. They get rid of Jay, they get rid of Leo Rush, and they make Jay Lethal his new brother. Okay? So then, okay, they put him together. Then what they do? They put him on dark. They stick him on dark. Freaking Jay. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they're gonna put they're gonna put him on uh, on uh, dynamite and be like, hey, uh, I see that you got a belt, and you know, not well, this a couple run-ins to help out. Yeah, to help out Dante. That's what I'm saying. He was Dante's little big brother or whatever. You know, he, you know, that was what he was relegated to. But he wasn't wrestling. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the ring. He was doing he was doing five four or five minute matches on dark. For no reason. And then, and then with, with no with, with nobodies. And then they bring him on talking about, yeah, well, since that belt means so much to you, nobody else wants it. I'll take it from you. And then they, they and then they give them about a good twenty minutes to to build up Ricky Starks. Yep, for a belt that they're not recognizing as something that's worth being sought after. No disrespect to the FTW, but it's not like it's factored into the rankings to become the champion. So right, the TNT belt, which he really should be going after uh, to take off of Sammy Guevara or the World Championship. But I'll be okay with this if they're in a holding pattern. For when Kenny Omega comes back, becomes champion, and Jay Lethal is the first challenger. If we're just on a hold for that, he's not going to be around that long. Uh, Kenny's not going to be back before April, and they start they starting back Ring of Honor back in April, and I'm sure Jay Lethal will be one of the first people they slightly bring back. Yeah, I mean he can do both. He can do dual roles. No, because he's talking about closing the forbidden door. Remember. Well, yeah, Jay's not necessarily signed with them unless it's, uh, and if he does have a contract, I'm pretty sure it goes up to, it goes up to when Ring of Honor starts back. We'll see, but so I, you know, I don't see him going up against unless Kenny comes to Ring of Honor. That's not happening. That that match is not happening. If that's the case, then that's Tony Khan's biggest f up today. Yeah, I was never really expect. I was never expecting Jay Lethal to go to AEW. He'd have been lost in there. I was expecting him to go to Impact. Impact, yeah. Okay. I was expecting him to go to Impact and maybe be part of this uh, Honor No More scenario they got going on. Yeah, because now, because now, because now, for those that don't watch Impact. You got Matt Taven, Michael Bennett, Maria <coughs> Maria Canellas Bennett, his wife, Mike Bennett's wife, mm-hmm. PCO, 
and Vincent from the from uh, the righteous group yep. faction that he started. They have got, they're calling themselves a faction called Honor No More, which were all Ring of Honor wrestlers who are saying that they lived up to the code of honor and it didn't get them anywhere. So now they have honor no more and they're going to try to take over impact. Right. And so they so they've gone there and they've they've tried they've done some run-ins, they beat up some people, and now Kenny King has recently joined them as of Thursday. So Kenny King is back in impact wrestling, which is interesting because when Kenny King was the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion with um, Red Titus, he wound up getting he wound up letting his contract end and and did a handshake deal on like a ten day agreement so they could get the belt off of him, and then he wound up signing with Impact and leaving them high and dry with no with, with uh, having to uh, vacate the championship. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just funny how things go into circles like this in the in the world of professional wrestling. But now you got Kenny King in, and now they're gonna have a five way. They're gonna have a ten man tag team match with the with Honor No More against five members of the uh, Impact roster. And I believe it's uh, Eddie Edwards, uh, Rich Swan, Josh Alexander, Rhino, and. Uh, and Chris Saban. So that's supposed to happen at the next May at the next pay-per-view, which is I think next Saturday. So, you know, and, and plus you got Jonathan Gresham, who's the fit who's on, on Impact Television defending the world championship there. He could have gotten back into a tag team with uh Jonathan Gresham or been uh Jonathan Gresham's heater heater. Yeah. So so I mean it's it, it was it's a waste of time for him to be in AEW. He could have went to he could have went to PWG and been in, been in the Battle of Los Angeles and been better. his time better. I'm just hoping that there's a long game because if not and they let him go, I think he may get a call and it may be a nice large chunk of change. That if you're just gonna waste time in a promotion, he may end up walking through. And uh, showing up the Monday after WrestleMania, or something. I swear, you know, I hope that don't happen. I do not I, want. Like I, I do not want Jay Lethal in the WWE, but just just to waste time. Short term, it could be a one-time appearance deal or something like that. Just because, take the check, do the job, move on. And God forbid, go to NXT. Give me a reason. No. To, give me a reason to turn NXT back on. Oh no! <laughs> Give me a reason. Because I'm telling you, I have not, I have not seen an episode of NXT since I told you I cut them off. I have not seen one episode. I finally none. What Randy Orton was saying when he had that match uh, with the Fiend and the All Red, and he was saying it was just, just annoying as hell to him, just, just red, just everywhere. That's how I felt when I turned on and looked at, well, actually, I watched the DVR of NXT, and I was like, oh, my God, this is just too damn bright. I can't. But I do have to do one thing, James. Since you gave us a little pinky toe of That's Just Nubian, I got to give a pinky toe of your intro.
All right, just a pinky toe, just a little drop in. You snuck that in there, so I just, I, I just had to slide that in. And, well, I had to give context to what I was saying so I could bring it back. So you know, what, what, what did he say? What, what did Barry say? Um, God, I expect that you need to sign guys like Lee. Yeah, I'm not. Just, I'm not. not. That's what I'm saying. I hope he doesn't go, and I hope they don't so, slip up and maybe try to sign him. What up? Hey, if it's a one-time thing, like, hey, we just want to, want you to pop it, just like the Rumble with all those, um, you know, surprise guests that we know about. Um, you know, just show up, show <coughs> your face, be in the crowd, whatever, and then that's it. Just, just a jab, because you know Vince is always about just that little subtle jab, uh, you know, towards his competition, even though he doesn't want to say they're in competition. You know, just why not? And from lethal standpoint, just to say that there, I was, I got a check from them. I was on their network. Why not? Because if somebody offer you a bunch of money, you know, to go back, uh, back during his own days, he'd be like, hey, man, we want you to go ahead and just put his David Buster's outfit on, give you 10 grand. <laughs> like, do I get to wear the lanyard too? Because <laughs> think about, because think about, because think about this. Think about this, and, I, and I, I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna get off of it after this. Think about this. Lethal goes to Impact, right? Right. Gets together with Jonathan Gresham, and they get a match with the Gorillas of Destiny. Mm. That have just have just got joined the, the rest of the Bullet Club right. in Impact right now. Could you imagine that match? Oh yeah, I mean, there, there's so many things. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor versus New Japan in Impact. Oh yeah, there's there's so many places he should be. That's why, like I said, I'm hoping that there's a long game that will make sense at some point. That's all, you know, because thus far Tony Khan hasn't misused somebody of his talent caliber yet. Now there's been some, you know, hiccups here or there, whatever. But at his talent caliber, they haven't been misused yet. So he's the first one that's on the bubble. And we just need to see where it's going to go. But speaking of El Tony and the other con, AEW post-Rumble. As you know, every year we always take a look at some of the most important times after WWE has one of their majors and see what the response is because AEW is – not like it used to be with WCW under um uh uh, uh oh shit uh, <laughs> Eric Bischoff uh where they have to have an immediate answer immediate pay per view either right before right after the Nitro before is gonna go over by twenty minutes or do this whatever that's not AEW and that's not how they're playing the game so they're just having their regular show but we gauge it as was the show but now it's two shows, uh, Dynamite and Rampage, was it impactful enough to go up against a major WWE event like the Royal Rumble? Whatever we feel about the Rumble and how it went down, it's still a juggernaut in comparison when it comes to media, uh, water cooler conversation, everything else. So before you answer that question and your pers- uh, your impression of if Dynamite and Rampage and AEW as a whole lived up to it, here's your main matches uh, on Dynamite. It opened with uh, John Moxley versus uh, Wheeler Yuta uh, with, uh, at the end of it, an appearance by Daniel Bryan. You had Penta and Pac versus the House of Black. Uh, Ruby Riot versus Nyla Rose. 
Uh, I'm just – it's not a match, but I'm calling it uh, a match. Uh, Dan Lambert versus uh, Brandy. And MJF in your main event going up against CM Punk with a little bit of help from Wardlow. Uh, and this was all in Chicago, so that's why that was extra important because this gives CM Punk his first L. On Rampage, you had uh, Sammy Guevara versus uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Cassidy for the TNT Championship. Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez in her debut. Uh, Ricky Starks, as we talked about, versus Jay Lethal for the FTW. And Adam Cole, baby, versus Evil Uno. So that was the lineup. To me, it, it wasn't pay-per-view caliber. I mean, CM Punk versus MJF, the build was there for that. But that, in my opinion, was the biggest one. Outside of this, this Brandy versus Dan uh, Lambert thing, I thought that was an interesting and and uh, exciting segment. The Paige Van Zandt thing, her coming down was okay, just because she no, had no, 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 no. Brandy had Brandy had the line of the night. Brandy had the line of the night. I, I popped on that so hard. I don't know why you laughing, even. The only reason we signed you was to get to Josh Alexander. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was, yeah. I'm surprised they went with that. Oh, but it's the truth, though. That's what made it, that's what made it funny. It is true. That's what we made it funny. That. We talked about that many moons ago. But, but uh, what was your thoughts? I mean, was it a good rebuttal? Or was it, to me, it was outside of maybe those two parts. Um, eh, you know, like. As a follow-up to the Rumble, as a follow-up to the Rumble for them being AEW, I would say that it was pretty good. You know, I enjoyed the Nala Rose Ruby Soho match. But word um, is Ruby's mad about how she's booked. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, she came in as this savior for the women's division over there, and then you know and. She's lost the T she lost the TBS championship match. I mean, she's she's pretty much there to put people over. And they're not gonna put her over past um Britt Baker. Yeah. And it, they're so not gonna put her over past Thunder, Thunder Rosa. She's looking real familiar because she's doing the same thing she was doing in WWE. Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, so I can see where she I can see where she's kind of upset, but she had to know coming in, you know, you had to look at their roster and see and say, okay, look at what they're doing with CM Punk and see if they're going to do more with you than they are with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, that's my, that was my whole thing. I mean, I mean, I would have been surprised if they'd have put the TBS belt on her. A lot of people were saying that they should have, but everybody knows that that belt was created, especially for a car deal. Yeah. So it is what it is for that. Now, I can, I, I'll say that they put up a pretty good lineup post-Rumble. I'll say that I, 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 I'll give them kudos on that. I'll give them a, I'll give them a B, an A minus, B plus on that. Right. Now, as far as the WWE is concerned, 
We're not really going to be able to see too much going on with them until after Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I mean we're, we're, sta- we're pretty much in a state of limbo right now, post-Rumble post and pre-Elimination Chamber. We're pretty much in limbo right now because, like I said earlier, you got a whole bunch of bullshit matches coming up. Yeah. Just to, just as fill I mean, they're they're in that cookie cutter time period where you know everything is all about the the Hollywood style video package. You know, you're gonna have some surprises, some run in, some crazy stuff. They're gonna build it up. But my my fear always, and I think last year, even though we had COVID and stuff, but AEW didn't have enough steam. They didn't build enough momentum to be able to keep pace. You can throw some stuff up against the wall and try some new things out and like, okay, here and okay, there, you know, shows. But once we crack the threshold of January, you got to start coming correct, in my opinion. Because if you lose pace, WWE will edge you out as they get to WrestleMania because Vince will notice and he's going to cut some checks. Nick Khan is, as the word of the, I guess, of the industry between WWE and, and AEW is lean. Everybody's getting lean. Uh, we all know WWE is pretty lean when it comes down to talent right now. Uh, so they got some capital to be able to sling some dollars to make something happen, at least for WrestleMania's sake or the Monday after. And I just don't want them because Hangman Adam Page is, I like him, but what main event do we have with him that you really want to see with Hangman that would go up against WrestleMania? Who would you rather, who would you like to see him wrestle? That would be like, okay, that, that's the equivalent of their, uh, Brock versus Bobby Lashley. Let's just say if it was them at Mania. The thing you got so many people that are bringing that are bringing him down as champion. I mean, you got Jake Roberts, Dan Lambert, uh, Lance Archer. Who else? It's uh, it's a bunch of them going around saying the same thing. You know, you got this pretend cowboy. In his in his uh in his plate in his uh Toy Story Woody out, Halloween outfit, you know, going around and you know calling himself a champion and whatnot. He's only defended the belt how many times and you know who against who you know whatever you know. So they're they're not building up their champion as they should. I mean they they're depth they're, they're shutting him down, thinking it's going to build him up, but it's not working. Yeah, you know, so, it's making it's making him look like a fool, really, and 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 that their numbers aren't really reflecting him being a champion or him being or him bring putting butts in the seats or faces in the screens. Yeah, because so, all the numbers are coming from CM Punk, right? And so and that's just generating ad buys. And and, and again, what and, and again, just like I, I was listening to uh, Jim Cornette's podcast, and he was asking the question. How do you have a first match ever against somebody for a world championship and it's a Texas death match? I mean, usually a Texas death match is the last match you have against somebody. How do you how do you have a Texas death match as your first match ever against somebody for a world championship? Yep. What as he likes to say, lazy booking. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the build-up with Daniel Bryan, I was cool with everything they were doing. 
Daniel Bryan was, was taking him to another level, and it was just payoff after payoff. Now, hindsight being 2020, should Daniel Bryan be the champion? Quite possibly. But um, uh, Perry uh, made mention that he thinks Adam Cole would be somebody that could uh, be that top caliber. But my question to you is, I've lost, I've lost faith in, I've lost faith in Cole. Mox is Mox. So I mean, you know, you can give him the belt, you can not give him the belt. You're still going to get the same thing. Even uh, uh, Jim Cornette said that you see, you see the same thing for Mox. Nothing has really changed. It's the same gimmick, period. So my question to you is, is it time to slide that belt back on Jericho? Does Jericho need to carry it one more time? Until we get, you know, Mega Packer or somebody that can really add layers to the, the defense and the storylines and even at a loss, but still add something to it that's going to elevate it? Or does Jericho need to stay in his supporting role and maybe this – see, it's hard to say forbidden door because let's say if it's Keith Lee that comes in. That's not a forbidden door. He's off his 90-day contract. Let's say if it's, you know, uh, Wyndham, he's off of his – 90 day, you know, non compete. So it's not a forbidden door. So I'm, that's why I'm kind of lost on that part. But that's a whole other thing because those are the people I would want to see debuting. Uh, but I mean, what do you think? Yeah, it's time. It's I, I would take I would take this belt off of uh, off of uh, Page. I wouldn't put it on Jericho. I wouldn't put it on Jericho. Uh, would you put it on um, Cody? No. Just just because, just to, I mean, if you're gonna be a heel, be the heel with the if belt. He if he if, if he turns full heel, then yes, I'll put it on. Okay. But in the way that he's looking, but in the way what he's doing now, I don't, no, 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 I I don't, I don't see that. I say go ahead and put it on Lance Archer. I'd like to see the belt on Lance Archer to see what he would do with it. Because think about it, with him, Lambert, and Jake Roberts behind him. Do you think he would um, drop Jake? And let no, him no, no. I mean, no, I would, no, they would keep both of them because right now there's supposed to be some kind of deal where Lambert has secured their services. Yeah. So you have, so you have all of America top team and the men of the year playing heater for Les Archer, which he doesn't really need. You know, it's, it's a de facto faction. Right. You know, uh, I, yeah, I'd like to see what they do with Lance, uh, with Lance Archer with the belt. Or, As a matter of fact, I'd like to see Lance Archer take that belt to Japan have him hook, get, hook back up with Suzuki Goon and see what he does over there for a few months with the belt. Or, and I was saving this for last when I asked that loaded question about who would you like to see have it, is it time for MJF to get the belt? As much as I'd like to see him with the belt, I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying him as he is right now without the belt. But Mike skills-wise, I mean, you know, that's the only thing he's missing. Because but see, here's the thing. He doesn't Punk. need the belt. He doesn't need it, but now that he's defeated Punk by hook or by crook, he could go to the next person. Who's next? Pun intended for Goldberg. 
but the champion. At this point, yes, you're right. Where, where, where does he go? But as long as, but as long as, as long as they, he's got this storyline going with Lance Archer, it's gonna be a minute. So <laughs> it would depend on who who came out of that. If 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 Paige comes out of this storyline with Lance Archer still with the belt, yes, I say MJF needs to go after. Him. If Lance Archer gets the belt. I say keep leaving MJF as he is. Yeah, I, I, I could I could go with that. I mean, Cole, I don't think he's ready because I think that the the, the hidden thing is you know Cole versus uh, uh, Omega. Because yeah, they're leading up to that. That's what they're. That's what they're. Gonna, that's what they're going to end up leading up to because they because the end game is going to be the undisputed era versus the elite, right? Because the young bucks have been rather quiet as of late, so we don't really see them as much. You know, they, they've got some some pieces of the board shifting around. I'm hoping that that like I said, there's an end game, there's a game plan in place that will make sense. But I agree with you. Um, we need to see something happen with Hangman that, that's going to keep him going. It could be a feud with Adam Cole, uh, but putting the belt on Cole, I would rather go to somebody else that Cole could really play off of and 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 promo against, and it would be extremely entertaining because Cole would eat Hangman a lot. Hell, Daniel Bryan destroyed Hangman in the promos. You know, when they were going back and forth. So, you know, Paige, you know, it's time maybe time for him to go deal. And get his get it get his uh, Paul Heyman opportunity with the right mouthpiece and a heater. Jonathan Gresham title for title. <laughs> we're a terminus. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Jonathan Gresham, title for title. Ends no Gresham, Gresham, win, Gresham wins and takes the belt back to Ring of Honor. No, I would have, I would have to be a no DQ or a double DQ or something. No, 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 no. This, this, this brings intrigue into it, right? Gresham wins the t- Rick, Gresham wins AEW Championship, takes the belt back to Ring of Honor to start the new Ring of Honor era. And that brings other people from a everything from AEW over to Ring of Honor to try to get the belt back. So that could include Kenny Omega. That could include John Moxley. That could include um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole has ring of history with Ring of Honor. Right. Adam Page has history with Ring of Honor. Kenny Omega has history with Ring of Honor. So you bring all these former Ring of Honor people back. To build up, to help build up Ring of Honor again, and try to get the AEW belt back to AEW. So you're talking basically a reverse invasion. Yeah. I mean, if, if Tony Khan has the balls to do it, it'd be interesting because it would be, I would say, there, I would say, unprecedented at that level. That basically somebody stole your title, for lack of a better term. I mean, he's talking about no more. From, he's talking about no more. He's about to close the forbidden door. I well, hope we don't close the forbidden door. 
I, just I hope he doesn't like, close the forbidden door before he gets the Briscoes up in there against FTR. That could be it. But you see, he's saying one person, it could be the swerve too. That's what I said. It, it's it's kind of a, 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 a interesting situation with that comment because you're talking about it's going to be, you know, the forbidden door coming in, but there's too many players that even the Briscoes, um, you know, they're not really coming from a forbidden door. They're available. You just got to sign them. So I don't know. It, I mean, if nothing else, he's built interest and his program for Thursday. That's why Wednesday, if nothing else. So, you know, kudos to him for that. He just needs to pay off. And if the payoff is whack, then he's going to hear about it because this is all resting on his shoulders. And what he does is going to take either some of the uh, conversation at the water cooler, quote unquote, away from um, uh, the elimination chamber, or it's just going to be like, eh, whatever. And people are going to move on. And speaking of moving on, and potential, eh, this main event right here, Ronda v. Charlotte. Excited? Interested? Do you care? Is it what you want to see? Is it who you think she should have, well, they should have picked for her? I mean, we talked about it um, <coughs> last week. We touched on it at least. But what, what's your feeling? Well, I prefer Ronda Charlotte versus Ronda Becky. I'm not necessarily that I'm excited about the match, but I mean they did set it up at Rumble, right? With them being the last two, so you know. And again, it's it's the it's the match. It's it's kind of it's kind of. It, it is a WrestleMania caliber match. I mean, they do they do have some unfinished business between each other. There's right. history there. Uh, when Becky beat the two of them in that main event that they had, in that three-way main event that they had. No, correction. I mean, correction, Charlotte never lost because she wasn't pinned. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the angle already. We know it. <laughs> right. So... You know, I, I can see where I can see you know them doing this. You know, even though they even, even and even going back to Roman and and Goldberg, they kind of cleaned that up because they were like, well, this was a match that was supposed to happen at WrestleMania two years ago, and it didn't happen. So you know, there's that, right? But uh, yeah, as opposed to Becky and Ronda, I would prefer Charlotte and Ronda. Uh. I think we're giving lead of this title time. match against Becky. Eh. I think that's set up for Bianca. Yeah, this yeah. They 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 leave they leave them back, they leave Bianca for WrestleMania. Yeah, Bianca right. comes out of elimination chamber with this bit with that with that shot. So yeah, I'm, that's the way I'm seeing it. So I just hope they have a good match. I'm just looking forward to a good match from them, you know. Uh, we'll see what happens with Ronda because this, this, this will be, this will be. Uh, we're not sure how many matches she's gonna have between now and WrestleMania, if any. Yeah, I mean she's already, she's. Already <laughs> <laughs> they had a video out of Ronda Rousey breastfeeding her baby after Rumble, <laughs> and I thought about y'all. <laughs> 
was like, damn it, she signed the she signed the show. You think you make this stuff up? <laughs> but um, oh, she you threw me out. You made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God dang it, Bobby! Oh yeah, that was, one. that was my train of thought. I was gonna say that uh, she was uh, giving kudos to um your uh your girl. Funny face. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty cool, but also another interesting dig at the WWE subtly uh, from Ember Moon. Like, hey, you know, you want your girl back, uh, you're welcome. Even though y'all cut me, but you're welcome. Uh, but I oh, but I'm sure Ember Moon got a call from them to try to get back in the Royal Rumble. Just like they did with Nia. You saw that? You saw that interview with uh, Renee? <laughs> Talking about, I thought y'all was calling to talk about my stuff. Naya gave them the business for it, didn't she? <laughs> it's all good. So you're gonna put you're calling me to put me on a list to potentially be in the Royal Rumble? Fuck out of here. <laughs> y'all can y'all can talk about semantics all you want. She gave angry black woman properly. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I was like, you go on, girl. You, you tell them. You tell them. But wouldn't it be interesting if she showed up in AEW? Just, just saying. Not, I'm just saying. Just and somebody that will be believable to go up against Jay Cargill. I could see that. Yeah. Because at this moment, Jay Cargill is going to be a champion forever. Not a big. Yeah, I don't see anybody beating her. I don't see anybody beating her for that belt no time soon. The only person to beat her would be Britt Baker, just to be double champion. That, and what would be the purpose of that? And I, I miss if if Jay would have came in a year and a half ago, it would have been a strong, great storyline for Jay versus um, Nala Rose, when Nala was really running through people, beating the crap out of Riho and everybody else. But now yeah. Nala's like, eh, you know. Well, I think they're starting to build her back up. I mean, she did win this week, so. Yeah, I was shocked. To be honest with you, I, I thought Ruby was going to win that match. <laughs> For real. I'm thinking. Really I'm thinking they're going to try. I'm thinking they're going to put Nyla, Nyla, and uh, Jade together in a match. For that title. Not that Nyla will win, but uh, but I'm saying that'll be a good somebody size wise. And we talked about that before, um, is that you have to have a balance. That's what was the number one problem with Nyla. I mean, uh, with, with Nia. Nyla's number, Nyla, actually both of them, Nyla and Nia's number one uh, adversary was not a woman in either promotion. It was the damn ring post. Because once they hit the ring post, everybody got a shot. Until then, oh, they're going to destroy you. But the moment you move out the way, oh, I can win this match. And nine out of ten, that's how it went down. And that's a doggone shame. That's when you know that you don't have the balance that you need. Because Jay Cargill should not be going up against Red Velvet. I'm sorry. No disrespect to Red Velvet. But when you throw your thrust kick and you're at her face, <laughs> it's like, um, that's, a, that's a super kick at that point. You know, you might as well just go ahead and drop the 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 leg drop a doom call it a day. 
it's a wrap. I mean, she's she's their Mikey whip whipwreck right now. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, a hundred pounds with a brick in her pocket, and she and she's winning matches against. Oh, she's or she's actually putting up a fight against a Jay Cargill or a Nyla Rose. Yeah, it's just come on now. I mean, I, that's why uh, when they had their last match, I, I gave strong kudos on the show to Jay because she was very giving, and you could tell the difference from when she started versus where she was at that match on how they were able to craft it to be pseudo believable, pseudo. But still, it's the equivalent for the most part of. Rey Mysterio versus the Big Show. Right. And that's, Her, that's red, red Velvet, Riho. Uh, well, I can't put I can't, I can't put Sheeta in there because Sheeta's a little bit bigger than both of them. Yeah. But most of those Japanese women wrestlers that they put in there, you know, uh, even um old girl that was with with the uh, Varsity Blondes, uh, oh, yeah, Julie nice Hart. Yeah, Julia Hart. Woo! She shouldn't even been that match either. Like that, like, why y'all beat up my little sister, man? You know she's 12. And that's, that's literally what that was. But I will say this. With Nia gone, the height balance on WWE is pretty much fixed. Because everybody at this moment, the lowest one you have is um uh Queen Red Bell. No, on, on WWE side. Is oh, WWE side, okay. So she's the smallest, just under um, Alexa Bliss. But Alexa Bliss is pretty much balanced at this point with everybody else. The Nikki Ashes, the Becky Lynches, um, Liv Morgan, you know, she's pretty much balanced. So when she comes back, she can have great matches with that. And then on a, the higher, taller side, you can have your Charlotte, you can have your... Um, Rhea Ripley. Uh, 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 oh, gosh. The, the Aussie. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea. And um, uh, Tamina. Those are your, your I think they're. And Dewdrop. Oh, yeah, Dewdrop, yeah. Well, dang it. Well, no, because Dewdrop's shorter than, than Naya. She's shorter than Naya. Yeah, she's shorter, but, you know, she's the got size the, size, that but, size, the size advantage. But ring post nullifies that still, no matter what. We saw that with Becky. The post. Just shows up one day, just pow, takes you out, and then there's nothing you can do about it. So I, I think they actually have a good shot. So I don't know, but uh, I just wanted to get your opinion uh, for the last segment of the show on um, if you're actually interested thus far, because I know one thing Charlotte's good for, and that's a great promo that they can take snippets out of and make that Hollywood level um, uh, vignette for WrestleMania. My only hope is that um, in between breath-beating sessions, Rhonda is going to promo class so that way we can get different layers out of, of emotion out of what she's going to say. Because if she comes out and says the same thing the same way for the next, what, what are we, 60? Less than 60. Yeah. It was 61. I think it was 61 at the Rumble, so I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, the next 50-plus days, you know, either online or whatever she's doing, it's not going to work. It's going to be a good match, but it's not going to work. WrestleMania is all about talking, all about giving them a backstory, a beginning, middle, and an end to be able to produce 
so that way all you got to do is just show up do your job and then you're good to go so <coughs> fortunately we didn't get the uh, big guy back he's out there still putting that work in in uh career land but uh as he mentioned he will be uh entertaining everybody with the sunday rise as you know washington football team now likes to go commando so uh we'll see how that plays out if it really sticks if it's something what would a mascot be because well they got these they got these pictures out here of cobra commander in their colors that'd be dope i'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> for real for real if cobra commander is their mascot and if they got Cobra Commander in their colors and whatnot. They got pictures of them right now doing it with that. So I don't, I don't think that'll be. I don't know if they can get the copyright on that or the trademark on that. But you that know, ain't doing nothing. They can take that rub. Why would you not want to take the rub from the NFL and have a, a football? Well, remember they had football characters in GI Joe. Was it was it Gridiron? I think was his name. I think uh, wasn't Lawrence Taylor part of the GI Joe at one time. I think so. But yeah, they, uh, he was there. Uh, Gridiron, I believe, was uh, uh, the one that had the football. That's how they got LT in it. Yeah. I think it was uh, one of those little smaller movies or something. But either way, you know, KG will be talking about that. Uh, you got any last uh, words or anything? Uh, how you feeling? Well, since, since, we've, since uh, he had a birthday this week, and our floating fourth has been very vocal with us today with, in the absence of KG. I'll go ahead and give him a plug tonight. Uh, y'all want to make sure y'all hit up Facebook Live and Twitch and all of your favorite podcasts for um, my man Perry, my man Rob the Actual, Tico DeGallo, Bishop Omega, and... Um, since I ain't said it in a while, you know, I got to Hey, Keisha. How you doing? <laughs> no. What you talking about? Hey. I'm over here trying to plug you and you talking about no. What the hell? No, that, that, that was me. That was me. I knew you were about to, <laughs> I knew you were going to go do the Hey, Keisha thing. So I remember him saying no earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't be setting, don't be setting Perry up like that. I'm trying to get him a plug, man. I just, to, I just wanted to build you some quick heat right there. Man, <laughs> come on, man. I knew that would throw you off, but uh, happy belated birthday, uh, Perry, for sure. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday nights. Straight to tape. Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, straight to tape. Make sure you check them out. They've been doing some things with uh, another partner of ours, Joe Biggs. And his front porch, front porch discussions. Another schoolmate of ours from from the illustrious North Carolina Central University, who's got some big things going on his podcast. Shout out to him and his crew over there at front porch discussions. You can catch them on Thursdays at six fifteen on Facebook Live, uh, and your uh, podcast the, uh, outlets that they're on. You can check them out too. Uh, but uh, yeah, check out Perry and the, and the, and the folks over there at uh, Straight to Tape. They've been doing some good things over there, and they just started their, they started strong for the new year. So give them some props. Check them out. See, there you go. 
He did, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, he did, hopefully uh, Perry giggled with the uh, the, the slot in there. <laughs> the look on your face, James, was priceless. I'm like, no, wait a minute. Wait, come on, Perry. I'm about to say, man. I know Perry ain't doing me like that. Talking. While you sitting there talking, I'm scrolling up like, man, where did he say that? I know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happens when you put stuff out there to the internet. It can come back. You know, on. See, come back to haunt you, right? Just like we were oh, talking about. Man. Oh, but man. as far as we're concerned, you know, again, you can check out all of our, our pod, podcast outlets, uh, YouTube, Facebook, YouTube, Facebook Live. That's right. We haven't made a Twitch yet. We're working on it. But uh, yeah, all of our pod, all of our podcasts out. Let's check us out. Like, subscribe, uh, comment, post. Break down. You know, check us out. You know, check out Sideline Junkies twenty four seven on Facebook. Check out all the different shows. Uh, Sideline Junkies has all of our brothers in podcast land over here in the, within the Sideline Junkies podcast network. So uh, check us out. What you talking about? Sorry, uh, KG, KG, he's not allowed to run anything. He's got a, a background. I don't, hold on, let me see if I can get that, get this out here. That's why we can't let him do anything. <laughs> I don't think I can. Oh, what? It's, uh, what does it say? Uh, uh, let's spread the fuckery. <laughs> he's not allowed to be on to do this anymore. Just saying. So, just <laughs> trying to get it to, to back us out a little bit smaller, but fortunately, uh, you know, that's why we pay him to handle the boards. Lord knows I'll jack it up. But either way, thank everybody. It's time for the mothership to drop you off and head on out.